media. As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, now, now. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Obscurity Now, the show that takes a look at a retro and nearly forgotten pieces of uh, media, movies, TV, comics, and video games, and we decide if they should be remembered for all of time or tossed into the black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again. Uh, my name is Steve, and with me is a guy who is staunchly against the Melmachian takeover due to their anti-cat policy. It's... It's Yahel. And speaking of cats, I, I gotta I see what my cats are doing. I, I like heard like glasses clanking around. Hold on. <laughs> well, uh, apparently Yahel's cats have been uh, driven to uh, alcoholism. Uh, I mean, when I lived with them, it drove me to alcoholism too. So it really doesn't surprise me uh, all that much. Um, <laughs> I can't believe he, he left the middle of the show to check on his cats. Oh, well, that just shows hey, you. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. It's because I I heard like what sounded like glass. And I uh, thought uh, one of my cats in particular can jump on everything and anything. So I thought maybe she was uh, mm -hmm. going to knock a glass over oh. onto the floor. We can't have that. Uh, so, no, can't. <laughs> So, anyways, uh, Steve, I heard everything you said. Good. Because I have these Bluetooth headphones. So, um, <laughs> I mean, I'll, anyways. I'll be honest. The alcoholism was already up before I started living with you uh, because we basically spent every Friday and Saturday night in a bar promoting our band. So, uh, it has yeah. nothing to do with living with you. Just Sometimes Wednesdays as well. That's true, man. We were we were diligent about our band that went nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all we almost made it to Fuse's uh, <laughs> Battle of the Bands if it wasn't for our drummer. <laughs> yep, they're the worst. Yes, we're you know what? Let's start up an entirely new podcast, the Anti Drummer Podcast. <laughs> Let's talk about how much they suck or how they're no, they don't really suck. They're just a superstitious and cowardly lot. Uh, yes, sure. yes, exactly. Uh, well, uh, hmm, can't really segue off of that, but uh, so, are you ready to talk about uh, ALF here in 2021, you hell Velasquez? Yes, uh, yes, just what I thought I would be doing at 41 years of age, discussing ALF. <laughs> but it's not, it's not the ALF show, it's not even the ALF animated series, it's a uh, <laughs> Marvel Comics licensed uh, comic book, uh, ALF number uh, 24, I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, what's your history with ALF, Yeah, I mean, I remember watching the, the TV show mm -hmm. as a kid. I, I, I'm trying to like think, when was ALF out? Was it the 80s or the 90s? Yeah, late 80s, early 90s. Like, Okay, so it crossed over. Yeah, if I recall correctly, you know, ALF was like a, a big deal. And, mm -hmm. uh, and then the, and the, until like, uh, the Simpsons showed up and like completely sort of just, at least in, in the kid realm, like Bart kind of took over for Alf. In fact, in one of the, um, commentaries for one of the episodes, they said like Alf was like the most sold, uh, poster, like at book fairs and stuff, like for 
I don't know, for however many years until Bart showed up and dethroned him. <laughs> I believe it, man. Alf was huge. Mm-hmm. I had like an Alf plushy thing, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I still and do have one. I bought it from a flea market. Yeah, I'm not surprised after hearing your thoughts about Alf's hot girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> hey, well, we're going to talk about her in a minute. And uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm sure, Steve. I'm sure you'll <laughs> in great we'll make detail. sure that we do. Oh, yeah. And also, if, uh, if you're only a listener to the show and you've never uh, seen our intro, Alf is actually in the intro. So, you know, we're, uh, I don't know, paying homage to the so th- great This Alf. is the episode that's got like a scene from the uh, intro in it, like, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Like in like old TV shows that had like, you know, long themes and then you'd be like, oh yeah, this is the, ep- whatever. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> you mean a clip show? You mean a clip show? Like No, I don't know. Just, I don't know. As a kid, like whenever like I was watching TV mm. and an episode showed up that had like a clip from that episode that's used in the show's intro, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I got real jazzed about that as a kid. <laughs> but, but you know, kids are dumb. Kids are dumb. <laughs> No, no, they're magical. They're magical. Like, at least I think they, some of them, some, mine is. Okay. So yeah, Steve, yours is a, the best I heard. <laughs> the best kid. I, did you even get a chance to meet him yet? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, he was scared of me. He's scared of everyone. But uh, anyway. Or maybe it's, scared is not the right word. Suspicious. <laughs> well, you know, the long black hair, the the way you carry yourself, your the cranial proportions that represent the average human. Uh, that's a little yeah. phrenology humor there for the, you. The, the smell of alcohol from the previous <laughs> night. <laughs> the fact that you were uh, throwing up uh, cigarette butts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had yeah, reason yeah, to be yeah. suspicious. Yeah. Um, he said I smelled like failure, which I thought was... Uh... <laughs> well, he he knows that smell from his dad, I think. <laughs> but, oh, okay. <laughs> right, right. That. But after this episode, that smell for both of us is going to go away. So, uh, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, basically, that's my history with ALF 2. I was a big fan of the show. Uh, I could tell you I probably never read an ALF comic until... I don't know. I got older and started collecting them. Ironically, and I have a, I have a big collection of Alf comics. It's. Uh, uh, I had a feeling you did. I had a feeling. It's not. In fact, you know, can you even see? I've got a uh, well, Alf number thirty-three right here. It's been in the back. Oh yeah, the that's whole a good time. one. <laughs> <laughs> and I do have an Alf. I have an Alf number one around here somewhere. I don't know why it's not back there, but I like that. I like the cover. Is it? Look at him! <laughs> is it that hilarious? He's he's at a police he's lineup. He's a criminal. Yeah, <laughs> that's so uh, Alf, okay. man. We've got uh, Paisley boxers here, a buddy of mine. Uh, he actually said I used to collect Alf cards with the uh, petrified gum stick. Oh, you mean these? <laughs> Are God. these them, Paisley? <laughs> Maybe you should leave uh, your wife for Paisley. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. My, f- I went to. Well, this is a. An uncool you said yes! Exclamation point! Yes, and all, all right. caps. All right. Well, any other Alf fans join the chat, please. Uh, continue talking about Alf, but uh, okay. So, where were we? All right, we should probably just. Uh, yeah, I never read a comic. I, as I said, I do have a, a plush that I picked up at a, um, at a flea market. I don't know. I think uh, I think Alf is worthy of collecting. I mean, don't you? 
Um, you know, I haven't watched the show in a long time, mm-hmm. but uh, I definitely like. I, I see like the comic was trying to like kind of have a similar vibe. Uh, at well, least from what I remember. Yeah. Well, I don't know about the comic. Well, we'll render that verdict later. Uh, let's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's jump into our feature presentation bumper, and I'll see you on the other side. All right. Welcome to your feature presentation. All right, and here we go. This is the exact issue that we are going to be going through here. And uh, if you're only listening, you're going to miss out because we're going to like actually flip through this digital comic and, I don't know, just point out the, the highlights if there are any. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but before we, uh, we crack the cover of this bad boy, uh, we've got to talk about the people who created it. And um, I got a lot of this info from... Um, well, before we get to the comic, let's just uh, talk about uh, Alf, him, uh, Alf himself, who was created by uh, Paul Fusco. Did you happen to drudge up any info about one Paul Fusco, Yael? No, no, I, I did not. All uh, right. Well, that's I, a fun name, though. <laughs> get some right here. Born January 29th, 1953. I mean, really, his birthday should be a day off. For, uh, for Americans, at least. Uh, he is an American puppeteer, actor, television producer, writer, and director, uh, best known as the puppeteer and voice of the title character on the sitcom ALF, for which he also served as creator, writer, producer, and director. And I hear sometimes he even ran uh, craft services and was the janitor. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I did read that on slow days, he'd also offer uh, foot massages. <laughs> You, uh, well, I, you know, I would like to believe that, but I've actually uh, had it on great authority that like it was pretty rough working on Alf that like he never wanted to like you weren't allowed to make eye contact with Paul Fusco. You had to t- look and talk to Alf and create him or talk to him as if he were a real person. Uh, like th- even when the cameras are yes, off? Yes, yes. No joke. Uh, no joke. So now, do you think like is he? Because you know, you mentioned he's an actor. Is he maybe like a method actor? And I think that's exactly it. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, when I worked at Universal, we had some. I mean, nothing that strict, but you know, you're never allowed to say like, "Oh, Shrek's," uh, you know, <laughs> getting changed in the back, or you know, Billy is changing into Shrek in the in the back. He'll be out in just a minute. You know, you had to keep up the magic and all that other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a little different, though. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you but, think uh, the, the yeah, actors I, are are in on the are in on the score. You know, they've already broken kayfabe. Yeah, yeah, that's so weird, though. Um, I, I can see how that would be very off putting. Yeah. All right. So, uh, jumping into the comic book, as I said, this is Alf number twenty four. Uh, Alf uh, the series ran for fifty issues. <laughs> can you believe that? <laughs> I no, <laughs> and uh, it is your homework to read all of them. Uh, no, uh, it ran from 1988 to 1992. Uh, the first issue was released. Uh, oh wait, no, this issue was released December 15th, 1989, and was published by Marvel Comics on the Star Comics imprint. Do you know anything about the Star Comics imprint, Yehel? 
I don't think I do, but I do remember like, you know, Marvel and DC having like these random imprints for a lot of like their non uh, stuff that wasn't like in their normal universes. Yeah, they're licensed. licensed properties. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Uh, Star Com Comics is an imprint of Marvel. Began in 1984, featured titles that were aimed at uh, child readers or often adaptation of children's tele television series, animated series, or, or toys. Uh, the last comic published under the imprint featured a uh, May 1988 cover date, although the Star Comics magazine continued through 1988. So even though it doesn't say Star Comics on the title, like if you open it up, uh, it does say Star Comics up in the uh, up in the left hand corner um, of your digital copy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, jumping right in, um, this was written by a guy named Michael Gallagher. I mean, I'll just go ahead and say like all the people that worked in this comic seem to have uh, long careers in uh, the comics industry. But I'm going to go ahead and pick out all the lame license stuff that they worked on. <laughs> and uh, Michael Gallagher has uh, written uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, which, of course, is not lame at all. Uh, Count Ducula, Mad Balls. Do you remember Mad Balls? Uh, no. <laughs> I've got one right here. <laughs> I, can't, I keep doing that today. It's, uh, I don't know. Today's a special day. Um, and then, hey, do you, are you familiar with shelves? <laughs> I, I've got, got some, some right, right here. here. <laughs> got some right here. And, uh, and then he also wrote uh, Guardians of the Galaxy um, before anyone gave a crap about them. Uh, and then the artist is David Manick. He uh, worked on Beetlejuice, Star Wars Ewoks, and What If featuring World War Hulk, some of his newer stuff. Uh, colorist and inker is Marie Severin. Uh, she worked on Adventures of Kool-Aid Man, Ewoks, and G.I. Joe. Kool-Aid man, so he has a comic too great. Oh, I've got one. <laughs> Not handy, <laughs> but I've got it. <laughs> oh, I Jesus. like I like collecting like bad, like licensed crap that no one else would want to collect. Uh, and then finally, uh, the letterer, because you know I couldn't leave out the letterer. Uh, Rick Parker, he worked on Muppet Babies, Robocop 2, the comic book, and Spider-Man 2099. I think everyone knows that. Um <laughs> And, uh, okay, so I got a synopsis here by, uh, I went to leagueofgeeks.com. Surprisingly, there was a lot of information about this comic on here, which I wasn't expecting to find any. Um, but, uh, and this is a synopsis. There's two stories in this comic. The first one is about, uh, it's kind of like a what if about um, Alf wondering what it would be like if his girlfriend from Melmac, I guess, had stayed um, okay. and, uh, so, all right, here we go. While thinking about the missing Rhonda, Lynn wonders what things would have been like if Rhonda had stayed. So Alf decides to check out that possibility with his what if computer. It's what if, get it? Uh, Ron, mm -hmm. and it's called Rhonda's residency. And then Willie gets injured and can't make the family's Thanksgiving at grandma's and is stuck at home with Alf for the holidays in... Thanksgive and take. Uh, and then there's also a uh, like a one-page Alf gag strip uh, at the end. Um, yeah, I did read that. <laughs> well, congratulations. So just because I thought it was like still part of the uh, story and then I got halfway through it, I'm like, wait, this is something else. But I'm like, well, <laughs> here I am halfway through the page. I <laughs> may as well finish. Yeah, did you ever read um, Disney Adventure Magazine? 
when you were a kid? No. Oh, because this seems like something that would be in that. But anyway, okay. Before we dig into the story here, let's take a look, a look at this cover. Okay. So if you're asking yourself, you know, why are we talking about uh, Alf the comic in 2021? I just wanted to find something that had something, a comic that had something to do with Thanksgiving. And this came up on the list. But look at this cover. Do you see anything about Thanksgiving on there? No. Um, in <laughs> fact, there's like a very like clickbaity YouTube style arrow. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Wow. And uh, it's, it's, I, I mean, I, I know it's pointing at Rhonda, but I feel like it's also somewhat pointing at her butt a little bit, <laughs> kind of like, yeah, I don't know. This is a, this is a very weird cover. And like, I started wondering about the anatomy of the uh, Melmachians. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. I so there there's just fur everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's uh something I'd rather not think about at the moment. But uh, to those of you who are listening, I, Alf Alf doesn't wear like anything except a shirt, right? From what I remember right, on the show, yeah, right? Typical like sort of a cartoon kind of dress, like you know. I think yeah. Disney started that because Donald Duck always wore a shirt, never any pants for whatever reason. Yeah. So are there genitalia like? On the inside, maybe the anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> this is like uh, it's not covered in the story we, we read. So this is like Star Trek talk, isn't it? This is what you Trekkies talk about. Uh, <laughs> where what's the deal with Spock's genitalia? Um <laughs> so yeah, this cover it looks like a Valentine's Day special. Um Alf yeah. is standing on the cover holding a giant heart, pointing at uh, Rhonda, who is his girlfriend, who like it's basically a female version of Alf, although she's a lot more slender and has like this right. wacky '80s mohawk. Um, and uh, it says uh, it says Alf the title, and then below it it says Rhonda's back with an exclamation point. And then Alf is very hilariously saying, "Yes, sirree," and her front looks mighty good too. Ha! Oh. How, how does that make you feel? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's just like. Because one thing while, while I was reading this, wait, I just noticed <laughs> the upper left-hand corner mm -hmm. in the Marvel box mm -hmm. where you know, it has the price and stuff. Sure. Why are they saying, we kill us? Well, you know, that's like uh, Alf's uh, catchphrase. He always used oh, to go, that's right. oh, like, kill me. Oh. That's right. That's right. right. <laughs> okay, but it comes off really weird. Like they're doing some like suicide Romeo and Juliet pact. <laughs> yeah, it does look like a suicide pact, actually. Um <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, I I don't understand who the I don't understand who these books are for. I, I don't get it. It's for kids. Like, I mean, really? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's read through it before we before we. I'm mean, right. This cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say, eh, not for kids. I mean, who wants to picture like Alf and his girlfriend, like you know. <laughs> getting it on yes yeah. and he's don't. telling you he finds her sexually uh attract yeah her front looks good <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're treading on a uh, dangerous ground here uh so yeah let's uh let's open it up and we are going if you're reading along oh and by the way if you want to read the entire run of uh the marvel comics uh alf or star comics if you will you can go on to archive.org and the whole thing is on there uh, for yeah, you. I've actually read. put a link in the I've actually put a link in the chat to uh, this issue in case. Uh, oh, good work, buddy. You really earned your that. your money today. Uh, oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, okay, so all right, let's go ahead and it starts on page 
where are we? Okay. Thanks. Uh, give and take starts on page 17. Bing! At the chime, turn the page. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, like I said, it's called Alf in Thanksgiving Take. We uh, start out with uh, Alf dressed like Rocky in like that messed up Philadelphia sweater that he wears. And um, right. And the, the mom, I can't remember the mom's name. I'm sure it'll come up here in my uh, notes telling uh, Alf to turn down his, he's got a hilarious 80s style boombox and he's singing along to getting strong now, gonna fly now, blah, 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 blah. Um, she tells um, Alf, or Alf turns it down and says, Alf, ah, thank you. I hope you're not mad about being let out of our Thanksgiving plans at my mother's house. Her husband, and this is <laughs> Wizard, will be there and he doesn't know about you. What kind of name is Wizard? Is Wizard. Yeah, I, I was like, was this somebody on the sh a character on the show maybe? I, or, I mean, don't. even then, like, what kind of name is it? Yeah, I mean, I figured they would come up with something better than that. And also that's, I don't know. I'm. Did they even sort of go down that road of uh, <laughs> this this lady having a, a stepdad? I guess, but uh, but whatever. I guess it's not really that important. Yeah. Um, oh, so I just checked, and Wizard is indeed a canon television character. Oh, uh, his oh. last name is D Deaver, so he's Wi Wizard Deaver. Is his full name, and uh, he was uh, the second husband, Dorothy's second husband, as of season two of Alf. Wow. Well, well, thanks for that, man. That what an odd name, though. Um, so yeah. yeah. Oh my God. He, he wait. I gotta. I gotta. Do one last <laughs> thing. He was a clarinetist and band leader for Wizard Deaver and the Wiz Tones, a band <laughs> that played at clubs. Do you think they ever uh, like open for Jesse and the Rippers from from Full House? They're not even good enough to open for Estancia. <laughs> oh, who? Uh, who I've never heard of them. <laughs> heard they almost got made it to the um, fuse, whatever that is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, man, this is real inside baseball now. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, so yeah, uh, so I guess uh, Alf in his uh, rock best Rocky impression says, uh, basically, eh, it's okay, no big deal. Um, and uh, basically, uh, while they're talking, uh, Willie, who was the dad. Slips coming out of the uh, the shower, and uh, Alf runs into the room, and in like. By the way, Willie appears to be like a fifteen foot tall man here. Yeah, and his the perspective he, is real screwed up. Yeah, <laughs> and he looks like he has a full head of hair here, and I'm pretty sure he was uh, balding through most of the the TV show. But uh, well, they had they had to sex him up for the uh, for the kids, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, I guess before we get too much deeper, uh, how would you describe uh, that? The art here. Uh, I mean, pretty basic. Uh, it, you know, it reminds me of like a uh, Sunday comic strip. Yes, I would say slightly above a comic strip, but like yeah. definitely below, you know, your regular Marvel style. Uh, you know, just something colorful. For I think it's pretty colorful. I think it's decent just, you know, for a cartoon style comic. But uh, aside from the giant willy here. <laughs> Wait, that that sounds really bizarre. <laughs> that's, anyway, that's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's definitely some like, um, you know, some shortcuts mm -hmm. uh, taken. Uh, like, there's a, I think it might be the next page where the family when they're leaving, like they're like just done in all black, <laughs> even though they're like in the same room as Willie and Alf, and like they're in color. 
Yeah, right. Just stuff like that. Sure, it's, sure. There, Make there, sure there's you... some shortcuts throughout this. Yeah. Oh, especially with the writing and so-called comedy. Yeah. So anyway. And the backgrounds are like nearly non-existent in some of these panels. Right. Oh, yeah. That's a great way to like uh, cut corners in the comic book world. So I hear. So uh, Alf and the mom run into the room. Alf is doing his... Uh, I don't know what whose shtick this is, but he's like, Dolan, Lamb Chop, Angel Cake, Tabby, Puddin. Kind of sounds like something that uh, Harley Quinn would say or something. Yeah. And they discover that Willie has slipped coming out and uh, blah, blah, blah. It basically makes... They're like, oh, should we stay home? He says, absolutely not. You go ahead to grandma's house and I will stay here with Alf. Um, so by the way, uh, in the chat, Paisley said that this fits nicely. Uh, fits nicely in with the narrative that gets told in the Ben Stiller film, Permanent Midnight. Uh, is there like an Alf reference in that? <laughs> is there? I remember he was on uh, drugs. Or he was playing a, a drug addict in that. Um, Alf was playing a drug addict in the Ben Stiller <laughs> no, movie? <laughs> ben Stiller was. No, I know, I know, I know what you mean. Right, right. Uh, okay, so moving on. Um, they, he says to go on ahead. For some reason, Alf starts singing Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. Um and oh my god, the entire movie he says is about him being the writer of Alf. Oh, okay. So yeah, right. he's playing an industry guy, I guess. Strung out on heroin. Wow. Okay. I've always I, I know I like started watching that movie, but never finished. Um This movie sounds good. I have to check it out. Yeah, yeah. Back before Ben Stiller became a joke. Um, but um anyway. Uh so yeah, all right. So basically family leaves and um Alpha uh, starts playing his music. He says, hey, Willie, uh, you need anything? Oh, and, and this is like a, I don't know, I guess a comedic trope that I hate where he has to like make little wacky versions of his name in every single sentence. So he's like, uh, need anything? Will a tree? A little song? A little dance? A glass of seltzer with red ants? What? <laughs> I mean, were they just desperate to make a rhyme there? And of course, Willie's just like, oh, Alf, there's just two things I want from you. Peace and quiet. And he yells it. <laughs> so I guess that's kind of <laughs> funny. And Alf's like, hey, okay, I can take a hint. I didn't fall off the catnip truck yesterday. And so, uh, all right. So Alf gets the idea that he wants to, um, that Willie is actually just grumpy because he's missing out on Thanksgiving. So he's going to go ahead and make Thanksgiving dinner for Willie, one that he'll never forget. Um, so, I mean, which actually sounds kind of sweet, if you ask me. Uh, are you yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a nice uh, gesture, I suppose. Mm -hmm. but, but I wonder if Alf's going to mess it up. Do you, do you think? think he'll mess it up? Oh, I don't know. Um, so I don't get this joke either. Uh, are you with me on page 20? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm following along. Willie goes, uh, Alf, what's all the activity out there? Um, and then Alf speaks. It's, I guess it's, uh, it says in the little dialogue box below or caption box that it's Klinganese for I, I, sir. So, all right, I get it. There's two eyes because they basically what they did, they drew these things inside of the dialogue bubble. There's two eyes, but what's that thing below it? That doesn't, what's a... Sir, 
I, I don't know, but uh, I, I think the real uh, story here is that Alf knows Klingon. Yeah, uh, I thought you'd be impressed Klingon with that. Klingon is, is like the uh, Klingon language, so uh, real lazy of these fucking writers. Uh, they couldn't uh, <laughs> even like make up some other... Uh, why isn't he like speaking his own alien language? I don't know, just Right, dumb. should I do the uh, the bumper? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I All think right. so. <laughs> Let's do it. There we go. Ah, oh no! We've just entered another Star Trek connection. Ah! I would kill to see Alf on an episode of a Star Trek. Like, maybe not not the classic ones, but like these uh, these newer, like crappy ones that you know aren't that great. Like an episode of Picard, if he uh-huh. showed up, like that. He, him, and Picard like teaming up to kick some ass. I'd, I'd watch <laughs> that. That would be better than the, uh, that, yeah, that'd be much better than the usual stuff that they've been producing. <laughs> uh, you know, there's an episode of, um, I think it's Webster, uh, mm-hmm. that like Webster ends up on the Enterprise and like Worf is in the episode. Oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. We might have yeah, to take I, a look at that in the future. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Like they shot it like on the sets of TNG and, nice. uh, yeah, yeah, pretty nuts. Awesome. So okay. you, you, you know, you know, I was real getting real desperate for Star Trek content when I uh, <laughs> <laughs> sought that out. That's awesome, though. <laughs> uh, all right. So basically, Alf is still talking to Willie here. He says, "I cannot mel a lie. I'm cooking you that frozen turkey in the freezer. I just finished the dressing," and uh, he goes. And Alf is now holding the turkey uh, dressed in the little boy's clothes. And he goes, what do you think? Eric's toddler duds fit him fine. On Melmac, a doomed bird was always allowed to make one last fashion statement. <laughs> who, who comes up with this stuff? Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know, man. This is... Uh, I guess it's an, ex- is, it's an excuse just for the sight gag of a uh, full turkey dressed as a little boy. Which is really bizarre looking, if you ask me. It's like borderline yeah. eraser head kind of nightmare feel. <laughs> um, so uh, Willie says that's not necessary. Alf, uh, he's like, sure, it's Thanksgiving. It'd be like not having a sea shell souffle on Laugh at Your Uncle Day. And like, it's just weird, uh, what? B- bizarre references to Melmac, which you know that's I guess the uh, their sort of comedy crutch is that. Nobody knows what they celebrate on Melmax. They could come up with whatever they want. Right. But um, like they didn't come up with anything funny is the no, problem. No, <laughs> not for this. Like this is, well, we'll render that verdict. Let's just get, get through the story first. Um, uh, Alf says he spent 12 years in pre-chef school for, for some reason. And, uh, and then as he's leaving the room, Willie... Uh, yells out, promise me no bizarre ingredients, no clams, octopuses, a styrofoam. And uh, Alf pulls a um, Princess Bride and says, as you wish. And, and he, then he looks at the camera, looks at us, the reader, and says, good thing you didn't mention slugs, sanguinarian roots, or scallops. Like, I wonder how old you need to be to read this book. Um I I don't know. Like that, that's why that's part of the reason why I was like, who is this for? Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're at the. I guess they had to like sort of fill up the story. So now they're showing us uh, 
clips of uh, Lynn and the family at uh, <laughs> talking to, I guess that's Wizard there with the camera and the bow yep. tie who looks like, you know, the local pornographer. Um, <laughs> and uh, so he calls up and then he's doing his like shtick again. He goes, Linderella, because her name is Lynn and he has to make jokes of her name. And um, and he asks, hey, why does your mom keep the nucleonic oyster destabilizer? And she's like, what? And uh, and basically goes, oh, we, you know, we don't have one. He goes, oh, well, no big deal. I can just use the blender. Hey, didn't why? Why didn't he just use the blender from the beginning? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think uh, they're just trying to fill the page. To be honest, um, yeah. And uh, so, <laughs> and the wizard turns to Lynn and says, "Ready, Lynn." <laughs> 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 and you know, I mean that the the yeah, noise. Well, well, and and Lynn seems to you know she's be up for any it. kind of scene this pornographer wants to make <laughs> because she says, "Yep, for just about anything." Oh, uh, this is Brain Jack. This is the beginning of Brain Jacked all over again. Right, right, right. <laughs> she's ready for just about anything. I just like the whiz likes it. <laughs> oh man, way to make now, uh, lemonade out of lemons here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, can't believe that Oprah made a movie about Wizard. Yeah. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Isn't the Wiz like a movie that Oprah is oh, in? Oh, like, right. Or and, Wizard of- and Nintendo also. They made The Wizard. Um, but just to piggyback off what you were doing there. Uh, anyway, okay, so now. Oh, it's Michael Jackson who's in The Wiz. That, right. My God, how did I confuse him with Oprah? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. If, if we had an audience, they'd be pissed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, th- that movie does have like, a good cast, though. Um, Richard Pryor's in it. Mm-hmm. I think like Nipsey Russell is in it. Who uh, I mean, Nipsey Russell, I love him from Conan O'Brien uh, specifically. But uh, you know, he's a he's a guy. Diana Ross is in it. I mean, I'll watch it someday if that's what you want. No, I I, I, never <laughs> I just know I just know the cast because I was like curious about it. One day I looked it up, but uh, I've never even seen the the first Wizard of Oz, the real what? Wizard of Oz. What? That's an odd fact. Uh, everybody tweet that out. Like I, that was like one of those movies that we <laughs> wore out in my family, like on VHS. But uh, any yeah, oh, something weird's happening in OBS to me. I've disappeared. Oh shoot, hmm. that is not good. Um, let's okay. Uh, oh, I see you. Um, oh, now you disappeared again. That's real weird. Anyways, while you're fixing that, I'll um give you guys some more ALF facts. Uh, I did see that in like, uh, I think it was June of 89, uh, ALF outsold an Iron Man uh, collection, an Iron Man paperback. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they were both pretty down low on the list. Right, right. Like uh, everything else that he beat that month was like, I don't know, just stuff you've never heard of, mm-hmm. you know, other licensed stuff it, it seemed like. so. Gotcha. That's uh take yeah. that Iron Man. Well, that just shows you how unpopular Iron Man was there for a while. And then till old Robert Downey Jr. Well, it was also like a what paperback. Oh, right, right. Too. It wasn't right. like a I got you. I got you. All right, looks like you're back now. Um thank goodness everything was uh falling apart um <laughs> without you. Okay. So, all right. So now uh Alf like there's a bunch of smoke coming out of uh stove from whatever alf is making 
And he's like, oh, what a stench. And on the uh, TV in the background, you can see another one of the licensed Star Comics characters in Heathcliff. There you go. Yeah. A, little, a little inside reference there for you. I don't know. I just thought that was something. Yeah. And uh, I will say, I actually liked, the, <laughs> this is one of the things I actually really liked was, because, you know, Alf, he like likes eating cats or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course he would be distracted by <laughs> oh, look at that the Heathcliff, uh, you know, f- float or whatever on the parade. So I actually like that. That 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 was clever. Some quality writing there, quality characterization uh, for sure. Yeah. So Alf gets a fan to like waft out uh, the smoke, and then um, Willie starts screaming from the room. Alf, come here! Oh, the smell! And he's like, "That's it." I'm walking the last mile just like Melmal Capone. I mean, I guess that's their version of Al Capone and Melmac. Um, and then he yeah. gets into the to the room and and Willie goes, It's absolutely wonderful. Yum. It's making my mouth water. And Alf does what? Like double take, like just <laughs> typical cartoon stuff. Uh, and Willie's like, <laughs> he looks so like sort of ravenous and perverted. He goes, it's made me forget all about my sore back, Alf. Oh boy, when do we eat? (laughs) You're right. (laughs) It does smell good in here. And uh, Alf runs out and then he calls him. So I have a couple of problems. Please, please. I want to hear about it. Uh, So (sighs) Alf knows then that what he's making Willie isn't going to like because Alf is surprised that Willie is like oh it's something smells good mm-hmm. so that doesn't make any sense that Alf is like what you think what I'm making smells good then why are you making it if you the way you're making it if you know he doesn't like it but number two then Alf says oh it does smell good so Alf actually does like the real regular because we're going to find out that it's basically like the next door neighbor's turkey that uh, <laughs> spoiler <Willie's smelling>. alert <laughs> yeah well uh, I had to give some context so like what the fuck? I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of holes in this story. Right. It would uh, make more sense in and work a lot better if he was just like, uh, you're right. It does smell good because everything I make is delicious. Like, um, Right. Something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just real weird. In fact, I, I feel like there, this is a missed opportunity. Maybe throw in a joke like, like that or whatever. Yeah. No, I agree um, with you 100%. And uh, he calls him as Al. Is running back to see why it smells good all of a sudden because he knew he was making slop the whole time. He calls him uh, right. Wilberforce. Uh, I mean, they're really stretching there. Um, yeah. So he uh, he runs around the corner and sees just as Yahel said, uh, it's the the neighbor. They she's playing. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I'm pretty sure people stopped doing this in the 80s, but uh, she's placed her turkey on like the open windowsill to cool. Um, and uh, Alf says, uh, it smells okay, I suppose. Rather bland. It can't compare to mine. He opens it up. He just said it smelled good. <sighs> he just said five panels ago that it smelled good. Well, I think maybe the idea is that, I don't know, Ralph is just so... Um, delusional or uh he can't admit that someone else made something better than him <laughs> i mean or maybe we're just reading too much into it i don't know uh yeah i guess so he says ah nothing coats the nasal passages like a whiff of seaweed stuffing which i mean if you're 
eating the right kind of sushi. That can be true, uh, but not for turkey, I guess. Uh, so Alf, good-natured Alf, decides to go ahead and switch the turkeys. Uh, and he goes back and he's go, yo, we Willy Wonka, God, kill me. Uh, care for some Thanksgiving dinner in bed? And he's, and Willie just <laughs> is like, yes, indeed. <laughs> um, and I mean, that's it for that page. Any other uh, comments for that one? No. Um, something I did want to point out, though, um, about that Heathcliff <laughs> thing is now I don't think it's as clever. I, I gave them too much credit, Steve. Uh, the writer of this comic book, Michael Gallagher, is the nephew of George Gately, who created Heathcliff. Oh, so, wow. That's a good. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't find. So that's probably why that's in there more than anything. So <laughs> not because it's good writing. <laughs> right. I think I think he was just like, oh, let me throw this in just there. Just a reference to Deer. I mean, maybe he was like, hey, it'll work. damn, I don't know what's going on, Steve, but I'm all like uh, messed up mm. again. I mean, it's not a big. No, I, I, maybe maybe you've got some kind of shortcut keys you're hitting or no something? I, i'm just using the mouse uh, all right all right you're locked in this time so um all right here we go uh in obs you can actually like lock the uh yeah it's locked thanks so. yeah oh it wasn't oh, okay. it wasn't well, for the second time and i don't even know why it didn't was going wrong the first time but uh Anyway, we're almost through this abomination. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, yeah, as I said, uh, all right. Uh, Willie says, yes, indeed. Um, and then the family leaves uh, the wizard after their pornography session. <laughs> and uh, as they're driving, and this is, this is when it gets even weirder. And again, like, going on the theory that they're just trying to fill the page. That's the only, like, reason why I can figure this is even in here because it doesn't even really pay off or anything. They, they run into the, um, the neighbor, the male neighbor. And, uh, they're like, his name is Mr. Ochamonic, I believe is how you pronounce it. And he's like, sure. Uh, and they pull up next to each other. <sighs> I see you moved again. He goes, Oh, sorry, Kate. Can't talk now. I got to go to the, uh, the emergency room. Because no, he he has to find an all night. Oh, that's store. what it is. Okay, yeah. Um, it, which is funny because like uh, you know, back then like stores weren't like open twenty four <laughs> right, hours right. all the time, and yeah, he couldn't look it up on his phone. So that, so this guy literally like it took me back to he literally has to drive around. <laughs> he had to find uh, until open. he finds like a someplace that's right. open. Yeah, these days you just go to a CVS and pay double what you would have paid at like Target or Walmart. Um. Right. And uh, yeah, it's because yeah, the turkey gave me bad indigestion, and uh, then Kate, which is the mom, she immediately says, "Was the poultry bad?" Or I mean, and you know, it could have been anything. The guy could have just drank too much, you know. <laughs> but uh, he's, and he goes, <laughs> "Bad isn't the word. Oh, she must have gotten the recipe from another planet." And then uh, the yeah. family goes, I guess, uh, goes, you don't suppose. And then everyone goes, no, maybe. Uh-oh. And the baby goes, ooh, for no reason. And uh, they burst into the door because, like, are they assuming that their poultry is bad, too? Or did they? No, I, I think, like, they somehow jumped to the conclusion that Alf switched the turkeys. Mm -hmm. 
Like they, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, Alf does get into a lot of right, weird but situations, why would but it affect them negatively if if Alf switched it? Or maybe they're afraid that, like, you know, the neighbor ate some of the turkey that Alf also gave to Willie. Mm, I mean, I guess that's possible. Um, but the I thing, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Why I'm trying to come up with excuses and reasons for them. They just didn't care. <laughs> and the just funny thing is, is that. No one ever calls Alf on anything. Like, Kate is never like, Alf, did you switch our turkey with the neighbor's turkey? And then, you know, the end of the episode could just be him looking at the uh, camera and going, Oh, me? Well, uh, I'd never do that. Or some, but instead, <laughs> we're treated to Alf just eating, <laughs> I mean, eating it, squatting down and eating turkey, just not on the table. And it looks really weird. Um, yeah, he's like by the bed or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um I don't know. I wanna make sure I get this. Okay, so the Sonny the son goes, Well, if you already had a full meal, who's gonna eat this tray of leftovers? And Alf does his like double take thing and just immediately starts eating the leftovers. because uh, I guess he didn't get enough to begin with. I guess that's supposed to be funny. And then the son goes, uh, the son is dressed like such a douchebag. He kind of looks like Donald Trump, like in his suit and with his hair at the oh end. Oh, my God. Yeah, he yeah. does. Like like a kid kid Trump. Yeah. Like, like they're going to spin this off into a kid Trump comic book. It's, uh, it's Baron Trump, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and, uh, and then he goes, I know. As Alf devours the leftovers, he goes, I know, I know. Silly question. Then Willie goes, and another holiday season is underway. And then uh, the mom goes, but not underweight. What? Uh, I, I guess because Alf is eating a lot. So uh, that means he's fat. Uh, body shaming. Was this written by uh, the guy? <laughs> this guy from Andy Talking Hedgehog? Um, <laughs> and then the last line is from Lynn. She goes, come along, baby brother. You're too young to see such carnage. And then, <laughs> then they have a turkey in the lower corner of the panel, and it says the end on it, but you can barely read it. Um, so, uh, so wow, um, that is the end of uh, what was the title of this again? It's a thanks Thanksgiving something Alfin, yeah, Thanksgive and take. Um, what what are your thoughts? Go ahead and just sum everything up. <laughs> This is one of the worst comic book stories <laughs> I have ever read in my life. And I'm including the ones, the terrible ones that I wrote uh, as a 10 and 11 year old. Uh, I don't know. Like uh, it, it actually, while I was reading it, I was like thinking about the show mm -hmm. and what I could recall from a TV show. And I was like, yeah, this kind of is like how Alf was sure. in the sure. show. And I'm like, he, he's like very obnoxious mm -hmm. and annoying. And I'm like, just like kind of like in shock. I, I looked up a couple clips of Alf. Mm -hmm. I'm in shock the show was as popular as it was. Right. Like, um, yeah, this is not. Well, good. like, if you think about it, I mean, I guess that's all you needed for a while there because, uh, like, Alf sort of gave way to Steve Urkel, who's really just, you know, annoying the whole, the whole time. I mean, maybe he's a little bit more personable at times than an Alf is. You ever hear Alf do his, like, weird Malmachian, like, Alf call on the episode? Oh, it's like, hey, man, hey, hey, hey. that rings a bell. Like, it's so yeah. weird and bizarre. And then also the times when they show the actual um, 
I mean, I don't know the proper part, but when they show Alf walking around and it's a little person in a suit, like that's always pretty mm-hmm. surreal and Lynchian, yeah. <laughs> if you will. But yeah, like this. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I got all messed up again, buddy. <sighs> um, oh, all right. But funny how yours, your, your uh, videos never. Uh, I think this is a Skype problem. We've never had this problem before, but there you go. You're back. We, we've had it like a couple times, but it's been a long right. time. Um. But uh, but yeah, like this for li- licensed comics for kids. I mean, it is basically the Andy Andy the Talking Hedgehog of comic books. Where I'm sure Marvel Comics is uh, was just like, okay, you know, this is just for you know kids to like entertain themselves for a little bit in between episodes of Alf. Like if you're if you're dying from the next season of Alf and it just ended, then hey, I can go down to my. Uh, local comic book store and get some alf content and uh and uh there it is and you've got like two stories i guess three if you count the one pager i mean it's all you know pretty safe for the most part aside from you know people like us who might read between the lines and uh and yeah it's yeah it's basically like uh comic strips like the stories aren't very long um Right. But at the same time, yeah, they aren't <laughs> funny. I mean, I think I remember reading comics like this as a kid and like like an Archie or something. I mean, like, yeah, this isn't really funny. Like, it's just like. Oh, man. Archie is much better. Than oh, this. sure. I'll agree with that. This is basically a, a shameless cash grab. Like, uh, they're like. Yeah. At least like Archie. I, I, I used to read Archie a lot growing up. And uh, I'll, I'll agree. It really wasn't like. Very rarely was it funny, even to me then as right. a kid. But the stories at least like made sense. Like they had like a start, beginning, and end, <laughs> and like a cohesive plot. Sure, sure, sure. This is just like I don't know. What are we going to put on this page? Oh, I don't right. know. Do oh, this. we need to see the family here uh, in the middle of the pornography session. Just do it. We just got we got pages <laughs> to fill here. Come on, we got to get out the next Spider Man. Um, but yeah, it's uh. If you're an Alf fan, I, I mean, I wouldn't even recommend you reading this. Um, like, I guess you would want to start at the show, make your way to the through the cartoons, which one of these days we'll do a proper um, TV show and animated uh, show uh, Alf um, episode. And then if then if you're really desperate for more Alf content, then maybe start reading them. But <laughs> I, I think. I mean, even when I got my uh, collection of ALF comics, I think I maybe read number one and then a little bit of number two, and that was all that I needed. Like, like it's all the same crap is what I'm trying to say here. Just basically throw away kind of disposable (laughs) entertainment. Yeah. Did you um, ever watch... uh, I'm sorry. I I think we should probably render our verdict. Yeah, yeah. Here, let me do... uh, this one question. So, Yehel Velasquez, do you think Alf number 24, the Marvel Comics slash Star Comics uh, comic book, should be tossed in the black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again or remembered for all of time? Oh man, burn this uh, <laughs> trash, please. Yes, if only yeah, awful, if only awful. there was a way to go back to World War II and 
toss this onto one of those mini book burnings. Like that would be the way to do it. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say to uh, to stop Paul Fusco from being born. Oh no, I wouldn't do that. I still like uh, World War Two. That's way before Alf uh, was created. I mean, I wouldn't want to stop Alf from being created. I mean, I I like you know the show has its place. It's just this comic sucks. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, let me go ahead and do the. Uh, all right. So there you go. Alpha number 24 is being erased from time. Here we go. The heathens have spoken. You are obliterated. And there you have it. Uh, no more Alf 24. Like, if you go to the back issues, there's not going to be one there because we just erased it from all of reality. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, did you... Well, you probably already know this being the the Alf maniac that uh, you are, but I noticed that the last issue of Alf, uh, issue fifty, the cover is like this a picture of the real Alf mm-hmm. uh, with like the cartoon Alf standing in front of him, and he says, "Ha, they kill me," and it says like canceled right. over yeah, had, the picture, which is like that's pretty funny. That that's pretty. Yeah, that, that's pretty funny. Yeah, they have some good covers. Um, like, Alf number one has the real Alf on it, too. It's just a... I mean, they knew, you know, once the kid buys it, like, I guess they can't really return it. And plus, they're like, hey, it's kids. What do they know about quality uh, comedy? Hey, like, all you need to do is take someone's name and keep rephrasing it. Isn't that right, you hellarella? Yep, Steve Bino. Uh, <laughs> Steve Bino. I don't know. <laughs> it's Steve Arino. That's at least that's what my dad used to call me sometimes. Uh, sure, Steve Pendus. Uh, <laughs> stupendous. Uh, that it, one's funny. Sounded better in my head. It's kind of, I, I like that one. Um, but uh, did you watch the um, the Alf movie that they did after the show, um, Project Alf? I started that. That's one I want us to do an episode on. I wa- I started watching okay. it and for whatever reason didn't finish it. Um, did you see the whole? Thing? <laughs> I can think of a few reasons not to. finish <laughs> Did you see the whole thing? Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw it when I when it came out. Uh, so I haven't seen it since what, like ninety five, ninety six, whenever it came out. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I just remember he gets like abducted or captured by like some government agency or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, that's exactly and, what happened. Yeah, I, um, it was, it was like, and I remember it was like a follow up to like the last, uh, like the finale yeah, of Alf, which is exactly very it. unusual to see like a, a TV movie, especially back then, made like as a follow up, like <laughs> a year or two later to like the series finale. Very weird, right? Right. Well, speaking of other, uh, movies uh did you happen to catch the new spider-man trailer i did i did i uh, i happened quote unquote to catch it because you told me to watch <laughs> what it. I, I did no such thing well <laughs> well the internet wants to know uh, what are your thoughts i so i i was the reason the only reason why i hadn't watched it was because um i want to see the movie and uh i didn't want to have anything spoiled oh i'm sorry i'm sorry then <laughs> But uh, no, but it's okay. Uh, I mean, it, it was going to be hard to avoid, right? You know, s- n- hearing stuff about it, anyways. Mm-hmm. But uh, and, and the trailer doesn't really spoil anything that most people don't already know. Right. So, um, but uh, dude, I actually really, really liked the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it. You, you know, a lot of times these days, like trailers give away too much. Sure. And when I saw it was three minutes, I'm like, oh god, they're going to like 
give everything away, but they really don't. Um, they, they just like tease, they, they like tease everything, mm -hmm. but they don't really go into it too much. I like that Doctor Strange is a big part of Me it. Too. Uh, I really like uh, Cumberbox portrayal, Cumberbotch. <laughs> Hey, to me, he's he's Khan, you know, from Star Trek uh, Into Darkness, sure. one of the worst Star Trek movies ever. <laughs> Poor guy. But um, guy. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I. What, what did you think about it? I I actually am really looking forward to it. Uh, I want to feel that way, and I do somewhat. It's just when they have their little like like the dialogue exchange when Doctor Strange is like, "Please, Scooby Doo, this crap." Like, eh, like that's, I mean, yeah, it, it depends like what the, what was said leading into that is what's going to either like make, make that okay or not. Right. Well, it's you just know? The, the past Tom Holland, Spider-Man movies to me felt like a, uh, Dis Disney channel movies and there was never really any danger, uh, for me. Uh, like they did a great job building up the vulture as a uh, as a villain in the first one, um, Homecoming, I believe that's what it's called. And uh, then when they finally had their confrontation, it's like I guess they felt like, oh, well, but I, but I, but aren't isn't like the first Tom Holland one the one that just Sony did before Marvel Studios got involved because they weren't involved right from the beginning because mm. Sony still has the rights for. Um, Spider-Man movies. That's why you see like the Sony logo at the beginning of the trailer. No, I'm pretty sure they were involved then. I mean, it was basically they're like, oh, uh, the Andrew Garfield ones were the last ones that were Sony only. And um, oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, is, is, is that the ones that with Electro, the Andrew Garfield yes. ones? Oh, <laughs> awful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I saw Electro, like for a moment, I was like, oh, because uh, <laughs> right. But um, but just to like some things up i mean obviously i'm i'm great i'm glad that you know th the original doc ock and um yes and the green goblin willem dafoe are there like i'm sure they're worth at least the price of tickets alone i just hope there's yeah. not too much a cheesy hammy like disney style uh comedy that makes it so i don't feel like there's any kind of like a uh, danger for the characters because yeah. i feel like that's a that's a problem with a lot of the, the yeah. newer marvel slash disney stuff uh yeah i see i suspect that the scooby-doo line mm -hmm. is a reference to something said earlier in the movie because mm -hmm. it, it's not really in character for dr strange to say let's scooby-doo well, this or whatever it's so funny <laughs> So I think it's more like, you know, probably like he, he, somebody else said it, maybe right. one of the kids or something. Sure. Uh, and he's just like kind of bringing it back. So I, I suspect that it's a callback. That's why I was like, ah, eh, whatever. Right, right. Well, I mean, I'm still probably not going to make it to the actual cinema to see it, but I will watch it. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Uh, so... I think that's yeah. uh, pretty much everything. Uh, anything you'd like to report about your uh, video or anything of, of that nature? Um, it will hopefully be finished this evening. Uh, I'm going to stay up very late mm -hmm. to finish it. Mm -hmm. And I uh, hope to publish it tomorrow, actually. Because um, I'm actually a day behind already for my uh, deadline for Magic Spoon, uh, the sponsor. Oh man, uh, they've been like bringing the gavel down, and by gavel I mean no, no, the no, because it's the weekend, so they they, they haven't they haven't. <laughs> well, it's like a company that like Magic Spoon has hired to like 
take care of this stuff for him. But uh, get me wrestling anyways, with gaming. Uh, yeah, soon. Where is my soon you'll be able to video use- wrestling with gaming? Get it on my desk right, tomorrow. But, but hey, if you are a Magic Spoon eater mm. person and you go to Magic Spoon's you know dot com or whatever, if you use code WWGBF, I don't get anything extra from it, but you get twenty percent off. And uh, that is their best sale ever, Steve. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not. Thank you for informing me of that. The, 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 and all seriousness, though, like that shit is really good. The cereal, like I, I'm shocked. All right. Well, when they send some to me, then we can talk about it further on this show. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> what are you up to? What are you up to? Oh, same old. Just trying to script out the rest of uh, issue number one of, uh, of Escaped Earth. Uh, the digital preview is still available. If you'd like to check it out, all you have to do is comment on the video or you can email uh, reptilianmedia at gmail.com and I will send you a copy direct to your um, to your email. <laughs> I was going to say inbox. I guess that works too. And um, I realize I never really talk about the plots when we talk about this, so I'll just talk about it right now real quick. It is about a, a thief from this like intergalactic sort of uh from melmac I believe, right? <laughs> from, man can i get alf in my <laughs> comics that'd be awesome uh he's from this like sort of uh disotopian uh prison city and basically after he steals something he crash lands onto prehistoric earth uh which of course is filled with wonderful dinosaurs and he meets a uh a woman there savage woman and together they have to work together to fight not only dinosaurs but the people who are after uh our uh, our hero who stole um is this magical thing so uh that sounds interesting to you once again email me or comment or also you can always uh comment on the twitter as well uh, reptilian media on uh twitter and uh it's pretty much everything, yeah, man. I, I read the, uh, yeah, I, I read the, uh, what are you calling it, an ash can? Uh, I uh, think only people from the 90s remember that they were called that, <laughs> the even though it clearly says that on the cover. But yeah, yeah, digital preview. Yeah, yeah, and it was uh, really good. Like I told you before, like really professionally made. Uh, the story's good. Uh, th- there was more humor in it than this fucking Alf story, <laughs> I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> although, Steve, uh, nobody's added uh arella to any names in your comic Ooh, books man so. i gotta go back and uh do another draft yeah, you better rewrite <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, no but it, it's really good um better than magic spoon even well oh wait no magic spoon's paying me it's almost as good as magic spoon um if, if only magic spoon would pay me i could have the lead character just eating it for like no reason um but uh yeah well i think that's gonna do it oh last thing on uh, december 5th i will be on another podcast talking about this podcast and the comic of course it is called the dnt marvel podcast where basically it's a group of uh marvel uh oh it's called marvel dnt evolution that's what it's called and there'll be a link to that uh, in the description, of course, uh, once it's available. But it's basically a group of people who keep track of, I guess, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe as uh, well as the comics. I already told them I'm kind of a lapsed Marvel fan, but they still want to have me on. So uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, other than that, I think that's everything. Great. 
All right. Well, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, tell your friends. It would be. And make sure you join us next week. Where we will be talking about Thanksgiving to round off our. Uh, yes, I'm excited yeah, about me that. Me too. To round off all of our uh, Thanksgiving fun here on Obscurity Now. And. Um, and we'll. Oh, and Steve, I, I think we should point out for the listeners in case they do want to check you out on that podcast. It's it's the Marvel D ampersand T <laughs> podcast. It's not like D the letter N and T. It's uh, D and T. Right, right. Evolution. Thank podcast. you for so, that. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to throw that out. There. I, I'd hate for anybody to miss this appearance. <laughs> it's going to be huge. It's going to be Trump Jr. in an Alf comic. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time where we continue to unearth even more obscure media. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts. And take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscure Now. Now.